Sports Podcast. My name is Andrew, and my co-host Garrett. Today we are discussing the PUP list in the NFL, Cam Newton news today, J.K. Dobbins, the Bengals, and then at the end we're going to discuss Ben Simmons and how he requested for a trade today. Do you know how hyped I am right now? Oh boy, I, I'm football. so excited. I all day long, like it's just been been hype. I, I feel like I just won the Super Bowl. Like I'm going to Disney World, baby. Mac Jones, let's go. Let's go. I'd just like to say, I did say this last week, that he would be the starter with the news that Cam Newton was missing five days. But I did not expect them to cut Cam Newton. See, I, I thought they would. Because, like, the thing is, I didn't think that there was a reason to keep him. You know, he's a completely different system. And I, I feel like that's pressure that you don't need to have on Mac. Um, you know, it, it's just unnecessary. You have Brian Hoyer. He knows the system. That's your backup. Cam Newton can't be a backup, but we're going to discuss Cam in a bit. We're going to get into the pup list news first. Uh, three names on the pup to start the season that are pretty big. Uh, David Bakhtiari, I think that's the big one. I, I think that's the biggest of the three. I, I understand that Michael Thomas and Stephon Gilmore are both great players, but David Bakhtiari is just... Is the Packers' yeah. offensive line. Yeah, I mean, I, no, uh, no way around it. And, I mean, you lose Corey Lindsley in the offseason... You know, not having Bakhtiari to start the season off is going to be tough. That's just huge news for anybody that that has to play the Packers this year because you know that both sides of their offensive line are are, are dinged up now. Well, not dinged up, just not there. They're, they're backups or they're guys that typically wouldn't be there, and that hurts the Packers. Uh, without David Bakhtiari, I'm pretty sure Rodgers is like not even close to the quarterback he usually is. So, well, it's definitely going to hurt their run. Oh game. yeah. I mean, their run game is definitely going to suffer from that. Of course. Yeah, how does that make you feel, Mr. <laughs> I drafted Aaron Jones in the first round in my fantasy league. Um, but, like, yeah, if they don't have Bakhtiari, like, you know, the deep the deep shots downfield, that becomes more difficult. You know, you're going to want a guy, especially the leader of your offensive line. I, I would say he is the most important Packer on the roster other than Aaron Rodgers. I, I, don't, I don't think that's insane for me to say that. Yeah. Like, He's more important than Devontae Adams is, yeah, I would easily. say. Yeah. I mean, Aaron Jones, yeah, he's really good. He's David Bakhtiari is your left tackle. Like that's he's probably the best left tackle in football. Like you can make an argument for a couple other guys, but it's probably David Bakhtiari. Like it's him. Yeah, no, I one hundred percent agree. I just I'm interested to see how the Packers do with this this news, because that means he's out till week seven. He can officially come back. And I'm not sure. The Packers might. I believe their buy is early. I'm pulling up their schedule right now. Their buy is, no, it is a late buy. They have a, uh, a week five buy. Okay, no. So, they, so they, yeah, they have a week he five will buy. be there after the buy, which is, is, I don't know if that's good or bad. Well, I mean, it's good because you're not missing a game. You know, you're not going to lose him for a total of six games. You're only going to lose him for five games. But, I mean, let's, you know, let's go through their schedule for the first weeks that he's going to miss. So they have they start out the season at Saints. That is not a t- that's not an easy game. Like I don't think the Saints are going to be incredible this oh, year. Oh sorry, they have a week 13 bye. That's my fault. I was looking at the Oh okay, so then they do 20, miss 6 games with him. schedule. They miss 6 games with him and that's tough. But I mean they start out with the Saints in New Orleans. That's a tough game no matter what. Uh they go home for the Lions. That's a win. We'll just that's a win. I, David Bakhtiari or not, that's a win. They could probably win that with Jordan Love. <laughs> They have at 49ers week three, 820 Sunday night football game yeah. in San Francisco. That sounds like a loss to me. That's just like a loss. In, even with Bakhtiari, that's a loss. But 
the 49ers pass rush, Nick Bosa and those boys, like that's probably a loss. Then they're home for the Steelers. You know, you're the Steelers fan here, but it's probably Lambeau Field, Steelers, I think they can beat the Steelers in Lambeau. I just think they can. Uh, they go at Cincinnati, that's a win. And then at Chicago, you can probably win that game. That's probably a win unless Justin Fields is the starter and he looks incredible, but I haven't seen anything to tell me that he's going to be insane. Like, if it's Andy Dalton, you might as well just give yourself the win there. Chicago should just lay down for the rest of the season. Yeah, and then his game back, which is probably the most important game to be back for, is Washington at home. Because, I mean, without we know we know the sack leaders of last year are the is the entire 49ers, or not 49ers, football team defense. And I'm sorry, you don't want to be missing your star left tackle against the sack machine that is the football team's defense. So, I mean, realistically, are there any games that change without having David Bakhtiari for you? Like, was the Saints a win, and now it's a loss? With well, I don't think it's a loss, but, I mean, it definitely doesn't become an easy oh, win. Oh, yeah. Like, that's still going to be a difficult game. Like, if Jameis goes out there and does the Jameis thing where he's going to make it close, but he's going to throw three interceptions at the end, like, whatever. But, you know, if you have him, like, Cam Jordan becomes less of a factor. Now Cam Jordan is more of a factor because now your second left tackle or your right tackle is playing left tackle and your backup right tackle is playing, you know, that's not a situation you want to be in. And Cam Jordan's a really good pass rusher. The Saints have a pretty good defense. They're going to be improved on defense this year, I think, a little bit. You know, they lost some guys, but they still should be pretty good. Like, that's a tough game for them. The 49ers game, that just becomes a hellhole. Like, that's a hellhole of a game. You know, those are two really tough games to start the season off. And, you know, the Steelers game, as much as I still think that's a win, like, that becomes more difficult. Yeah. Even even being at home, just because Pittsburgh is going to get after the pass. Like, they're playing three teams right off the bat that can get after the Even the Bears. The Bears have good pass rush, too. Khalil Mack? You don't think Khalil Mack's going to eat? Like, that's that's a big day. And they lost, to the, they lost to the Bucks last year in the playoffs because, you know what, they couldn't block. Shaq Barrett and JPP yeah. couldn't block him. JPP spent the whole fucking game in the backfield. Like he might as well have lined up next to Aaron Rodgers. Kids show. Kids show. I know it's a kids show, but yeah, he might as well have lined up next to Aaron Rodgers in that game. So, you know, that's that's a big deal to me. Yeah, I I don't really think there's anything more we need to say about David Bakhtiari. Just I, that that's the most important loss out of every single loss we've seen so far. Put on the pup list. Uh, I'd say next most important. Well, well, let's we we talked about the Saints, so let's go to Mike Thomas. Let's just do him next. Okay, I feel like this has been known for a while though that that he was going to be on the the pop list. Um, what does it change? I don't know. Not much from last year because Michael Thomas was hurt for a lot of the season. But well, my question is, if he's on the pop list, but there's all this trade speculation, and then there's also all this stuff that he still might not play, like this. Because if they just put him on short-term IR, that would mean that he's coming back and they know he's getting a roster spot. But pup list, you're not taking up a roster spot at that point. Like you're, you're just not. Like you yeah. come off the rot, you come off and they cut somebody. I believe is how it works. Like so, that's strange to me that he's not on the IR. That he's not currently on the fifty-three. I think it's <sighs> it, it could be there could be like other intentions within this where. Because hey, also, we, with IR, you can only bring two guys off IR yeah. per season. So, like, are are they, cert, are they certain that they're bringing him in? I don't think so. I, there's, I, I'm assuming there's, there's other, there's underlying things there where 
they've gotten an offer that they almost can't refuse, and they've said, hey, give us give us a few weeks, and we'll make it worth your while to wait that long. Let's just see what we have here to see if we should be waiting this long to have Michael Thomas on our team. I think they do. I, I like Marquez Callaway, but I don't think he's the answer as their number one receiver. I, I mean, I think this helps Alvin Kamara get more work, but we also know Alvin Kamara can get hurt very easily. Kamara's been healthy. Yeah, but we've had a few scares over the past year. Oh, I don't think we've had any scares with him. He's been pretty healthy. I haven't seen any issues with him. Am I thinking of somebody else? Yeah, I think you're thinking of somebody else. I can't think of any time that Alvin Kamara's been injured for, you know, multiple weeks ever. Oh, I don't know. I'll, I'll look into it for a second, see if I was thinking of somebody else. I think but, you are. I think you're thinking of Dalvin Cook. Probably. But this also doesn't really help Jameis that much either. So I, I, I don't I – don't, I'm as confused as you are where I really don't understand what's going on here because if I'm confident in starting Jameis Winston, I'm going to want my, my number one pass option there who was just the, the yardage leader, what, two years ago? He broke the record for the receptions leader? Yeah, it was two seasons yeah. ago. So I, I want that guy on my team – Starting a guy into the system for his first year, it, it's just a little bit of it doesn't make sense, but I feel like we've all known that this was coming for the most part. Um, the one that I really want to talk about, though, is is the guy that was almost traded a few months ago, Stefan Gilmore. See, okay, I don't think he was actually almost traded because there has been no official trade talks with anybody. It's been rumored. There has been nothing officially reported that he's been moved at all, but... The interesting thing with Gilmore is they're under contract extension talks because he wants an extension. And I know that his quad is not right. They've said that, that it's not right, and he needs more time. My question is, when they bring him off pup, trade deadline is two weeks away. Does then that become a question, or are they going to get an extension done? Because I highly doubt that Gilmore is going to hit free agency. I don't see New England letting him go to free agency because he's he's an asset and Belichick always likes to have an asset. I don't think he'll just let him walk. So that's my question with him. Well, it also it, that, that also makes sense because why would you let him go for nothing? Like, I mean, you have him on your roster right now. You're still paying him. Why would you, why would you just not trade him when he comes back week seven? Uh, I don't know. It, I think the trade deadline's week week nine. I want to say it's week nine. So they would have, you know. Two weeks. weeks, three weeks to get a look at him, you know. But, I mean, if you're trading for Stephon Gilmore, like, you, you know what you're getting. Yeah. You're getting a top three corner in the league. Don't at me. He's a top three corner in the league. You could you could debate that all you want. You're wrong. I, I don't know. You could I put would that to, shit on the board I would if have you to, want. I would have to think. I, I, would, I would say he's at best three. The Gilly Lock. I would say he's at best the three. The Gilly Lock. Okay. He's at, at best three on that list. You got Ramsey and you got Jair, and I don't. He's not better I'll than either one of them. Jair. I'll okay. take him over Jair. Okay, whatever you but, say. All right. So, I mean, is that all you have for? Yeah, there okay. wasn't huge additions to the pup list. One thing that's good to see is uh, Saquon is not on the pup list. Yeah, I think we knew he wasn't going to be on. Um, Carson Wentz is not on the pup list, but he's on the COVID list as of yesterday. <laughs> he's practiced one so, day. So he has one day of practice with the Colts. Yeah, it's a. Uh, it's been a good. I I say good off season for injuries, but then I realize that this guy that we can circle into right now just got hurt the other day, and that is J.K. Dobbins. Are we really going to go from talking about Stephon Gilmore to just to skip over New England? 
can we give it well, a second? I know, gotta, I know you got to work on the transitions. I here. know you're just you dying go to from talk transition about it. to transition. No, My no, God, no, 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 no. I know you're dying. We're to on talk New about England, it. we're on yeah, New England. The news of the day injury, is not J.K. Dobbins. That was four injury. days ago. I'm gonna wait. And let you talk about it later. Because I, I know you're just dying to talk. No, about No, we it. should be transitioning from like topics to like topics. But injury to injury. No, 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 no. We're on a specific team. We'll talk about J.K. Dobbins in a minute. Do your spiel on the Patriots. Go for it. Well, Bill Belichick made the right call. I agree. He made the right call. And Cam Newton screwed himself. First of all, the loyalty post three weeks ago. I, I, here, I'm going to do the strikes here for Cam Newton. Because it's three strikes, and after three strikes, you hit a home run. Like, that's how it works, right? Well, Cam Newton hit a fucking home run in his office. Family show. It's a kid's show. Kid's show. All right, you had the loyalty post yes. like three weeks ago on Instagram that he said had nothing to do with football. It was a family thing. Bill Belichick doesn't care. He probably saw that, heard about it. It caused the problem. It is what it is. You had the COVID. Cam, you literally got COVID last year, and it cost you basically five games because you missed the Chiefs game. You were god-awful for four weeks after that. So that's five weeks of football that you basically missed because of COVID. I, this isn't a political show. We're not talking vaccinations. But if it was me and my job was on the line and I already had this problem. That you make millions and millions. You make of millions dollars of dollars and your career's on the line. I think I would get a vaccination. Considering you're playing for a coach who doesn't deal with, no, this is a no-nonsense office. That means absolutely no nonsense will be tolerated. I am killing it with the office references today. You should, he should have gotten vaccinated. He this wouldn't have missed those practice days. Show. He wouldn't have missed those practice days. That's, that's strike two. You can't miss practice with Bill. You, you just can't. Oh, yeah, you close to him? Did you ask him? How do you feel about guys missing practice? I, Look into the history. Look at the history. Look at the history. Relax. Grow up. Strike three. Yesterday. Yesterday. He posts on his Instagram a picture of him pointing to himself, and then the caption read QB1. Really? You're QB1, huh? Interesting. At two hours after Bill Belichick went on a press conference and said, we have a lot of decisions to make. We haven't named a starting quarterback yet. You're QB1, huh? That's three strikes. You, you just don't do stuff like that. Bill, Bel Bill Belichick does not deal with that crap. He'll, he'll just cut you. He has cut plenty of guys in his career. I, I don't know why you're laughing. I'm just trying to figure out the next offense reference that I should bring into this for the day. I feel left out. Uh, sorry, right, I'm just destroying you in office references. So get over. I mean, that, that dude, no. caught, he cut Lawyer Malloy two years after winning a Super Bowl. Lawyer Malloy was like the best safety in football at the time, other than Ed Reed. Like, the guy has no fear. He will cut anybody. He's not afraid of it. He doesn't care. He answers to no one. No, I agree. I do think the off-field shenanigans kind of screwed Cam Newton over, but I don't know. I, I, I think it's just smart on the Patriots to get rid of him anyway, barring the off-field off nonsense. I think it's just that's a smart move. I don't want Cam Newton on my roster. Cam Newton sucked last year. Didn't look good at all, especially when you have, you're now putting full confidence into your guy like you should have. Mac Jones has looked phenomenal. In the preseason, Mac Jones has looked like the one of the top two rookies out of the oh, class. Oh, one in of the, the you went from he's looked like V <laughs> to the, the uh, uh, one of the because you know you didn't want to say it because you're afraid to say that. I didn't want to say you it. You definitely don't want to be a hundred percent wrong about Mac Jones. 
Because right now, everything that has happened has proven you 100% wrong about Mac Jones. And it's been great. You have done nothing but eat crow on him this entire preseason. Yeah, and I'm going to keep doing that. I'm going to slander him as much as I can. Same thing I did with Tom Brady. Why? Because I do not want to see the Patriots with a cor- oh, uh, a white, immobile quarterback that throws checkdowns all the time. I just don't want to see it. I'm terrified. It, it, oh, it's, white, it's, immobile quarterback that throws checkdowns like Ben Roethlisberger? It's, it's, giving me, it's giving me war flashbacks of 2000 to 2019. I'm just hating it so much. I don't want to see it. So let's go through their schedule. Because I thought this was another thing with Cam. If Cam was given the starter's job, like how long before he would get replaced? Because I'm, I look at their first six weeks, and they could go four and two. Maybe even better. If you go seven weeks, they could go five and two. You know, they could be... With Cam? With Cam. I thought they were good enough, even with Cam as the starter, to go like five and two, four and three in their first six or seven weeks. So let's, let's do it. Mac Jones is the starter, so we know what the we know what the roster looks like. No yeah. Gilly, no Gilly. The def- the front seven is going to be good. The back four should still be pretty good. You still have Devin McCourty, Kyle Duggar. We like, you know. Uh, it's just your it's your it's your corners that are now. Well, lacking. no, J C Jackson is still. We all like J C Jackson. I think he's pretty good. But like, all right, let, Dolphins. Dolphins let, week let one. Me, let me do this because I, I want to eliminate all potential bias. Yeah, I, I'm going to ask you. Yes. I'm okay. going to ask you. Right, I, right. I, I, I already know my answers on okay. these. Dolphins week one in New England. Win. At Jets week two. Win. Home for the Saints. Win. Home for Mr. Tom Brady. Loss. Okay, I agree with you. I, 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 they don't thi- I want them to win that game, but in no universe are they winning that game. That's... The Tom, Saints is the closest to, win that they've had so far, though. I think they're going to beat the Saints pretty well. Because the thing is, what does Bill always do on the defensive side? He just takes away what you do well. Expect Kamara to have, like, you know, 65 yards of offense that day. Like, he's just not going to be able to get going. Yeah. And against Tampa, I'm assuming Brady's going to throw for, like, 600 yards and seven touchdowns on us. Like, that's just going to happen. At Texans, win. Yeah. I don't even have to ask you. Home for the Cowboys. That... That's probably the the, the second. That's loss the other toss up. Yeah. It's probably a loss. They could win that game. They've had good success. So they're against four the and two right now. In my lifetime as a Patriots fan, we've never lost to the Cowboys. Would love to keep that going. <laughs> uh, then it's at or home for the Jets. Week seven. That's a win. So no, it's five. week eight. It's week eight. Oh yeah, because you, you guys have an early bye, don't you? Yep. So they're they'd be six and two. Yep. Then it's at Chargers. They destroyed the Chargers last year. Yep. I think that's a win. Bill just does well with young quarterbacks. At Panthers. It's a win. That is the, that's the trap game to me. Two back-to-back road games, opposite coast. I think you lose one of them. I think they probably lose the Panthers gone, The Panthers one. Just because it's, it's going to be a weird... They're playing a team they really don't play very often. It's, you know... Yeah, I, I Sam would, Darnold... I would say I don't, you lose to the Chargers before you lose to the Panthers. Chargers have potentially better, Chargers, Chargers have a better secondary. They have a better front. Yeah, but the reason I say they would beat the Chargers is the Chargers still have like sloppy players. Special teams they killed them on special teams last Justin year. Justin Herbert seeing ghosts. Yeah, they did. Um, then it's home for the Browns. That's loss. probably a loss. It's at Falcons. Win. Home for Tennessee. That could be a loss. That's, That's a possibly a loss. If Derrick Henry goes crazy, it's a loss. At Buffalo. Loss. Loss. 
at Colts. Probably a win. Home for Buffalo. That's the big one. That could be a win, but I I could see the Bills easily winning that game. And then it's home for Jags. Win. At Miami. Loss. Loss. They always lose that game. In so we had two, yeah. So what did we have? We had Dolphins loss. We had Bills loss. I did Bills twice loss. Oh, you think they lose two games to the Bills? Yeah. I don't think they lose both games to the Bills. Okay. I don't see them losing two both both games to them. I just don't think that's gonna happen. Uh did we have t- did you have Tennessee as a loss or a win? It's I'm, in New England. So I'm gonna go I'm gonna all of the toss ups, I'm we're gonna do floor ceiling. Okay. All of the toss ups, I'm gonna do losses, and then I'm gonna do wins. So Dol- this is this is their their all of these toss ups are losses. Dolphins, Bills, Bills, Titans, Browns, Chargers, Cowboys, Buccaneers. All right, I'm not gonna count the Saints because I'll take your words. You have them at nine. You'd have them at nine. This is their floor. This is their floor. Yeah, nine and eight. But if we like, if we change the ones that I can easily like, I could see them easily winning. Let's take a loss off on the Titans. Let's take a loss off for the Bills. Let's take a loss off for a potential win against the 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 Dolphins. So here's here's the ones where I would flip and the Chargers. So there's I don't flip the Chargers. I think they just beat the Chargers easily. I think the Browns is actually a win. I think the Titans is a loss. Okay. I just think the Browns, they're going to outcoach them. I think they'll outcoach them. The Titans, though, Derrick Henry's just going to go crazy on them. I can just see that as a loss. Like I said, I think they beat Buffalo at home, but they lose to Buffalo in Buffalo. And that stupid Dolphins game at the end of the year, they're going to lose that one. We just have to lose that game every year. So I have them at 11-6. and six. That's what I've had them at. All year, I think they're going eleven and six. I think that's playoffs. That's where I have them. Yeah, I mean that's a very good possibility. I, like I was gonna say, I think their floor is nine and eight. I think their their ceiling is twelve and five. And then I, I would probably put yeah them, twelve and five is just a stretch. I, I would I probably just, put them at ten to eleven wins. Yeah, like the eleven wins is probably the right number. I think twelve is too many because then you're expecting them. That means that they have to beat one of the uh, the Bills. The Browns or the Titans, they would have to win two of those three to do that, basically. Yeah. And that's the at Bills, home for Titans, home for Browns. I could see them winning two of those three, but I just don't think they're going to. Yeah. You're looking at your phone like you got news over there. No, the Steelers released their full 53-man roster 10 minutes ago, so I was just trying to glance over it. Gotcha. Okay. We'll go to the Ravens now. Okay. You can lead this segment off because you were so excited I mean, I to excited. get to J.K. Dobbins going down excited. for the season. You were excited. To injury. I mean, that's it. J.K. Dobbins got injured. The backfield is now Gus Edwards to own. And, I mean, Lamar Jackson's their, their one running back anyway, so it doesn't really matter. But, I, I mean, I think that's huge for the offense. I don't think Gus Edwards was going to get the amount of I don't think Gus Edwards is going to get the amount of work that J.K. Dobbins was going to do. I don't think Gus Edwards is as skilled as J.K. Dobbins is. So I think the offense went from, okay, there's Lamar that can rush, there was J.K. that can rush, and there was Mark Andrews that could catch the ball in the end zone, too. There's only really two options in that offense right now, and it's Mark Andrews and it's Lamar Jackson. And I think that I think losing J.K. Dobbins is going to cost them a few games this year. Not Potentially not enough to kick them out of the playoffs, but is – to you, is it enough for the Steelers to surpass the Ravens in the final standings? 
enough, predictions wise. enough for them. No, not taking into account playoffs, just final standings. Final standings. Yes. See, that's hard. I'm, I'm so out on Pittsburgh. I've just like Ben. Ben to me is what killed. Like Lamar, the Ravens have been really good in the regular season. They're always really good in the regular season. Like I don't, I'm not afraid of them losing Gus Edwards and or losing J.K. Dobbins. And here's why: over the last, I believe, five seasons, it's five seasons because it goes back to the Justin Forsett year, which was 2015. The Ravens have had a different rushing leader in all of those seasons. They have never had the same guy two years in a row. J.K. Dobbins was their guy last year. Gus Edwards was two years ago. From running backs? Running backs, yes. So Justin Forsett led it one year. There was someone in between, and then it goes Gus Edwards, Mark Ingram, J.K. Dobbins. I cannot remember who the guy in between was. Uh, it's, it's Alex something. Alex Collins, or I think, that's, I think that's who it was. But anyways, they've had five different guys. They always have somebody different to run the ball. Lamar, as much as you can say, hasn't been effective has been effective in the regular season. They they always win those games. It, they just they they win games. They know how to. John Harbaugh is a good coach. Like they're gonna find ways to win. They have a good defense. Their schedule is not incredibly difficult. So, as far as the question between the Steelers finishing above them, it's still hard for me to get there. Just because I I just don't like the Steelers. Yeah, I'm just out on them. Like, so big time. It really doesn't change your mind at all much. No, because I still think that Gus Edwards is a good enough running back in that system where they're going to be able to get enough usage out of him. And I still think they're going to sign somebody. Todd Gurley's just sitting there. Carryon Johnson just got cut today. Devontae Freeman got cut. Like, one of these guys, is Latavius Murray might get cut. You know, these guys are all out there. They could probably make a trade for somebody. You know, like, Sony Michelle just got traded to the Rams for a fifth or a sixth. Yeah. Like, you don't think they could do that? I feel like that's a possibility. You know, somebody has a crowded backfield somewhere. Yeah. You know. So I, I could see them doing that. Um, and I think they're going to be able to find ways to win games. Like, I'm looking at the schedule. At Raiders, home for the Chiefs, that's a loss. At Lions, win. At Broncos, win. Home for the Colts, home for the Chargers. It's amazing. They get all their difficult games at home. Home for the Bengals. Home for, wow, what a, what a homestand that is. They go four weeks at home. That's crazy. At Dolphins, at Bear, at Bears. That's they're gonna split that. Browns, Steelers, Browns, Packers, Bengals, Eagles. Like, I'm just looking at like eleven to twelve wins. Yeah. They have a pretty easy schedule, to be honest. Even with the division they play in. Like, they have a pretty easy schedule. So I can see them getting to like twelve wins, eleven wins pretty easy. The Steelers, like, I go to them and you know, it's it's just tough. Like, are they going to be the same stupid team that they were last year where they can't run the ball? As much as we all like Najee Harris, like, is that line in regular season we football sla- going to be all the... Sorry, I know this is them. not a fantasy podcast, but we have slandered both of my running backs for fantasy this this episode so far. I'm really not liking it. It's making me feel really bad about how I drafted on Sunday. So if we could just like cut the shit. Well, with I'm that just one being honest. No, like, I know. Like here, let's let's go through the. We're gonna do this today. We're gonna go through a lot of schedules no, because that's where we're at. Like, let's go through the Steelers' schedule at Bills. Loss. <laughs> that's a loss. Like I hate to say it, but Sorry, that's a Dennis, loss. You're gonna lose money. Yeah, Dennis, you're losing money. Uh, home for the Raiders. Home for the Bengals. That's two wins. Yep. At Packers, loss. Yep. Uh, Broncos at home. When? Win. 
Home for the Seahawks. That's so we're, a split. Where are we at? We're two and three right now. Uh you are Bengals, Raiders, Broncos. No, you're three and two. Three and two, okay. You have Seahawks at home. That could be a win. It's probably a loss, though. Okay. I would say that the Seahawks are always stupid hot in the beginning of the year. Like, that's probably a loss. At Browns, that's a loss. Home for the Bears. Could that's be a, a toss up, but it's probably a win. Four and four. Home for the Lions, that's a win. Five and four. Five and four. Let me scroll down. At Chargers. It's a toss up to me. I would probably put it as a loss. Home? Wait, home? I'm sorry, at Chargers. At oh, Chargers. okay. I'll give them five and five. At Bengals, win. Six and five. Home for the Ravens. You guys are going to split with the Ravens. You always do. Yep, so that's six and six. At Vikings. That's a toss-up. That is not an easy I'm going to say that's a win. That's probably a win. Home for the Titans. Bud Dupree revenge game. (laughs) Bud Dupree revenge game. (laughs) He left in free agency. You don't get to have revenge games when you leave in free agency. Um, I mean... I'm higher on the Titans. I'll put it as a loss. That's it's, we're at seven and seven. At Chiefs, seven and eight. Home for the Browns. I think we'll split with you'll the Browns split with the Browns and, Browns. The Ravens, so and, and, and you end at Ravens nine and eight nine and eight. Yeah, like and, and we just gave you two wins. Like but we also on splits gave ourselves two losses. Like, yeah. So nine and eight. You right nine and eight seven is and ten floor. seven and ten is the floor nine and eight yeah, is seven ten is the floor nine eight's the middle ground and i think ten and seven is the high ground yeah. like it's really where i'm at with them and i think the ravens are probably 11 to 12 wins like they're just a little bit better of a regular season team and their schedule is easier yeah. you guys have a shithole of a schedule it's seven playoff teams and then you play two playoff teams more than once. Like, yeah, you went from the easiest to the yeah. hardest. Yeah, you guys were 11-0 and last year playing the Jags and the, the Bengals three times. And but we can't I play feel like bang- you guys we, played we, the Jaguars four times last year. can't play the Bengals three times. It's kind of... It, I think you do. I think you guys just... It's kind of <laughs> like the Lakers. Like, every time I watch LeBron playing with the Lakers, like, they're just playing the Timberwolves or the Kings every night. It's like, he only plays against the bad teams. I swear to God. So, I mean, that's... I just think the Steelers have a tough road. If Najee's great, then things change for me, but that line's got to be able to block for him. I, we haven't seen that in the regular season yet. That scares me. Line blocking in the post or in the play, in the preseason means nothing. Like, yeah. means nothing. Guys aren't drawing up blitzes. They're not doing exotic stuff. Like, I don't care about that. And Ben Roethlisberger, you said it earlier about white quarterback that looks old old and slow like he looks. He looked less mobile than Tom Brady did last year. Yeah, like he looked less mobile than Tom, Tom Brady. He's on that Tom Brady diet. So yeah, but, let's hope. Oh yeah, that he that. started it at the ripe age of thirty nine. <laughs> let's hope that Brady this. started doing that at thirty. He starts at thirty nine. He's like, ah, I'm only a few years late. I I'm done with with this. I didn't think like I just wanted to mention the J.K. Dobbins for in case anybody's living under. Well, I think it's a big deal because no. it's a it affects the Ravens. Yeah. You know, I think it affects the Ravens in the postseason, though. Yeah. I don't think it's as much for the regular season. I, I think it's a postseason issue. I want to talk about the team that is doing nothing to help themselves and everything to hurt themselves, the Cincinnati Bengals. Okay, good. Go ahead. You can start it. Do we want to talk the their transactions, or do we want to talk their draft pick? Cause we, <laughs> I, I, we, I didn't mention that before the podcast, but should we mention, should we talk about... Jamar Chase at all? Yeah, go ahead. Do the Jamar Chase bit where, you know, the guy that you said was the best best <laughs> wide receiver in the draft. Man, you're having a shit draft right now. Hey, Rondale Moore's looking very good. Yeah, Rondale Moore looks great. 
Go Jamar ahead. Chase is looking absolutely terrible in the preseason. And I understand it's just the preseason. There have been other wide receivers that have looked terrible in their preseasons but looked great. But those those wide receivers were also fifth, sixth, seventh round picks in the names of Devontae Adams. And he's just not catching the ball. He's got the yips. If there's a guy that I'm not worried about getting the vaccine, it's Jamar Chase because he ain't catching anything. He's like uh, he's not he's like Simone Biles. He's got the spinnies right now. Yeah, you know, he's, something's going on. It, it's just he's not looking good. Um, and I don't think potential lack of quarterback due to injury of getting rid of your entire offensive line this year is isn't going to help him either. And the Bengals did just that. They traded away their their starting center, that was a first round pick three years ago. And then they just waved their starting guard, Michael Jordan, today. It's not often that the starting guard, Michael Jordan, gets caught from a basketball <laughs> team. Oh, I'm sorry, football team. We're doing football right now. Michael Jordan got caught? Yeah. It, it's All just, right. Are the Bengals trying to, to win a I single think, game? I honestly think that uh, Joe Burrow should sue the uh, Cincinnati Bengals for reckless endangerment. Yeah. Something along those lines. Like, Jesus. The Bengals are like, oh, Joe Burrow only tore his ACL and MCL. Like, that's not important. Let's not draft the best offensive tackle we've seen in years. And let's trade away our, our starting center that was a first-round yeah, pick you know in 2018. We can't even slander them for the Penny Sewell thing. Because, because he's Sewell's also looked, looked bad. Sewell has looked like a suck bag in Detroit so far. He's been a revolving door. In pra- I read from their practice the other day, he was a revolving door. That's how bad he was in a practice last week. Like, like that's even rough. So I can't even... I can't even knock them for not taking him because he's been terrible. But, yeah. But I agree with you. Like, I saw the trade the other day. They traded Billy Price to the Giants for B.J. Hill, who is a running back. I'm, I'm not sure the position he played. He might be a safety. No, D-tackle. Defensive tackle. Okay, defensive tackle. Wow, I really You're got way that. Way off, bud. Way off. But, like, you trade Billy Price. Like, Billy Price started games for you last year. So, the guy that's behind him. Well, Billy Price sucked last year, so the guy behind him is better. Well, why didn't you play the guy behind him last year? Like, yeah. what the hell's the problem here? And then the Michael Jordan cut. Like, w- why w- is he that bad? Who's the again? Who's the guy behind him? Why is it? Why is he now getting cut? Yeah, you're just finding out that the guy behind him is really good. Like, I don't understand that. So it doesn't make sense to me. They're trying to get Joe Burrow killed. If I'm Joe Burrow, I'm not taking a snap until we make a trade for somebody. Like, Jesus, New England just made a trade. They traded one of their, like, bottom-end offensive linemen yeah. for a sixth-round pick or a seventh-round pick yesterday. And it's like, yeah, good move. Like, you didn't need him. Like, can we just point out that the Bengals and the Chargers are the complete opposite organizations? Yeah. The, the, did, it, did we learn nothing from Andrew Luck? Yeah. The Bengals, the Bengals are like, all right, well, we have our number one draft pick that looked great out of college. He got hurt, terribly hurt last year. Like, but let's not let's not target offensive line. Let's let's take this this star-studded wide receiver that played with him in college and hope that it goes well. And then the Chargers are like, all right, well, we got Justin Herbert in the draft last year. We weren't expecting him to be this good. So let's 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 protect him and do what we should and kind of overprotect him and build what could be the best offensive line in football right now. And it's just it's pathetic. I I I just don't understand what the Bengals are doing. I. I want to. I don't ever think I will. Looking Jacksonville. At it, Jacksonville, take notice. Yeah. Like, Jacksonville, take notice. Because how, how many quarterbacks are we going to have to go through 
that don't get protected. And we're going to talk about one of the, I would another say one of every, these guys in every a minute. team that drafted a, a, a quarterback this year in the first round take notice, except for the Patriots, because they did a good job of building an offensive line for their rookie quarterback. But the Jets, take notice. Oh, Keep, the, the, the 49ers. The 49ers are yeah, okay. in good shape. Yeah. They're in good shape. But Bears, Jets, Jags. Bears, Jets, Jags. Yeah. My God. And I mean, can the we Bears also, line is abysmal. Can we also use the Giants as an example as to and, why you need an offensive line? And we'll get to line? them, although they just traded for Billy Price, although yeah. apparently Billy Price is a big bag of socks. So Yeah, the Bengals you know, don't need him, so he's got to be terrible. Like, right. Like, like, it just doesn't make any sense to me. I, I just The Jamar Chase thing makes me nervous because if you're wasting a top, a top five pick on a wide receiver, you have to get it right. You cannot get it wrong. You cannot... And they've done this. They took John Ross. John Ross was a top who just five got cut by the Raiders. John, no, John Brown got cut. John Ross is on the Giants. Yes, you're right. You're right. Same first name, but different last right. name. Right. Yeah. Same name. Same. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, but you can't. You can't blow two top five picks on wide receivers in a span of eight years. Have a terrible offensive line and potentially get your. I mean, I, I don't think he's a star. I'm not even sure. I, I was never high on Joe Burrow. I always thought he was like Tony Romo at best, which is still pretty freaking good. Like, if you if you draft Tony Romo with the first pick in the NFL draft, you're pretty happy about that, I feel like. I agree. I'd, I'd be pretty happy if I got a Tony Romo-esque career. Also, we're only mentioning Joe Burrow. Why are we not talking about the other Joe in that backfield that has had injury issues for the past three years? Yeah, that's another guy. You're only running back in Joe Mixon, and you're choosing just not to protect him? What What is your offense going to be this year? Are you relying on your defense to do all your work? Because that's not going to get you very far. And I understand that I've I've mentioned I've mentioned my bottom three in the past couple of weeks of, of what teams are going to finish in the bottom of each division. The Bengals have now slid down that pole. The Bengals are in uh, are in a position to finish in the bottom three in the AFC. Maybe even bottom three in the entire NFL next year. Bottom three AFC is not possible. You don't think so? You have you have the Jets, the Texans, the Broncos, Raiders. Yeah, I didn't even mention the Jags, who could suck. Like that's those are. Are we are we eliminating that? There's not a possibility there. Or you're just gonna say there's not. I'm gonna say the Bengals are better than those teams. The Bengals are definitely better than the Jets and the Texans without Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow goes out and gets hurt again. Okay, I'm just gonna say that Joe Burrow's not gonna tear his ACL two years in a row. That's pretty unlikely. Like hopefully he just gets rid of the ball quicker and doesn't try to take so many shots because like he's to blame here too. You when you know you have a bad offensive line, you have to get the ball out. And Joe Burrow a lot last year held the ball and I mean he was back there patting that damn thing trying to make home run plays and you can't do that you won't survive like no quarterback will survive trying to hold the ball for five seconds there's nobody on ask Patrick Mahomes how that went for him in the Super Bowl dude was running for his life you you can have whatever you want for an offensive line you tried to hold the ball for five seconds you're not going to be successful so I'm not going to completely hold that offensive line against him but it's a problem. It's not a good offensive line. And when you don't have a good offensive line, you can't make those decisions. You have to make quick decisions. So I'm going to say that he gets better at that. He makes quicker decisions. If Joe Burrow's healthy, which I'm going to say he's healthy, he's better than those four to five teams. Like the Bengals are just better on paper. They still have good names on defense. They have decent offensive weapons. They have pretty good offensive weapons. Like, no, they're studs. pretty good. They're not studs. studs. They're pretty good. But they're better than the Texans, the Jets. I think they're better than the the Broncos and the Raiders. I think both those teams are ass. We know oh, how I feel. The Broncos about. have Drew Locke. He's not even their starter. And? 
also that says more about Teddy Bridgewater. <laughs> so Teddy Bridgewater starting over Drew Locke, so that means that Teddy Bridgewater must be like God or something. No, nah, they're right? just trying to take it easy on the AFC okay. West team. That's what it, yeah, they're, they're trying to take it easy on Kansas City. That's what it is. Exactly. They don't want to offend Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I mean, look, if, I, if I'm a Cincinnati fan, I'm so frustrated. I don't frustrated know if there's any team. of you I, out there. I know a few of them. I know a couple. I'm frustrated. Like, th- this is frustrating. You're basically, you had Carson Palmer. Like, you had Carson Palmer, who was a pretty good player in his career. Yeah, Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton was solid. Like, Andy Dalton got you guys to the playoffs. You've had An- A.J. Green. You had Chad Johnson before him. Ocho Cinco, actually. Chad Johnson. T.J. Uzmanjada. Like, those are good players. You've just wasted a lot of quarterback wide. Like, if you could have told some teams that you would have relatively good quarterback play for almost 20 years, like they'd be pretty happy with that. If, if you told Jets fans they could have had Carson Palmer and Andy Dalton for the last 17 years, you think Jets fans would take that? No. I think they would. How about Jacksonville? You think Jacksonville would take that? Chicago, would Chicago take that? Jacksonville could find out this year if they have their best quarterback of their entire so could the Bears. Oh, that too, yeah. I mean, I, the, Justin the Fields Bears just has could to be too. better than Jay Cutler. J- Justin Fields literally has to win like eight games, and he's better than Jay Cutler. <laughs> that's all he has to do for Bears fans. He wins eight games, he's better than Jay Cutler. Mitch Trubisky, that's another story. I don't know if he's better than Mitch Trubisky yet. We'll find out. Do you imagine if Mitch Trubisky like, comes out, has to play for the, the Bills at some point this season and just tears it up? I mean, he already tore up the, Bill, or the Bears in preseason. That was fantastic. That was like the greatest revenge game I've ever seen in my life. That was like Mitch Trubisky walked over to the sideline, did the Randy Moss, pulled his pants down, mooned the whole friggin' Bears sideline, gave him the deuces, and walked off the field. Like, that's basically what happened. It was fantastic. I'm just, I, I'm so, so lost right now in this whole franchise. It just doesn't, yeah, make, it sense doesn't make any sense to me. Okay, we're going to go to another franchise that we're both lost on. We're going to go to the New York football giants. I'm not going to sit here and slander Daniel Jones and the Giants. Oh, I am. I am going to – listen, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to stand up for Daniel Jones. I have said since he got drafted, they have not done a good enough job of putting an offensive line around him, putting pieces around him to help him succeed. I said from day one, Saquon Barkley is the ultimate cherry on top for an offense. He cannot be – He's not Derrick Henry, and that's what he's not Ezekiel Elliott. Ezekiel Elliott made Dak Prescott a better quarterback from day one because he made it easier on Dak Prescott. Saquon Barkley can't do that. That's not what he is. Saquon Barkley is the ultimate flip it to me one time and I'll make an 80 yard play out of nothing. That doesn't establish anything. And they still don't have an offensive line. Their defense is whoa, whoa, whoa. slightly they have improved. Billy Price now. Yeah, Billy Price. They have Billy Price. Love that move. Great pickup. <laughs> awesome. We just slandered the guy for seven minutes over here. Like, Daniel Jones did not look good against the Patriots. I'm just going to say it. That preseason game, I don't think he looked good. The interception he threw was bad. He held onto the ball too long, and he wasn't playing against a lot of New England starters. There was a few out there, but it wasn't a ton. Like, I'm going to leave it at that. I'm going to let you go. Keep in mind, you don't need to, you know, hit a home run here. Just a single will work. I don't need to talk. We're all good. I'll let you handle it. You're good? You Giant, got, Giants, you're, Giants You got fans nothing? Know, Giants fans know how I feel. You got nothing. I got nothing. You got nothing. Got nothing. We're good. Okay, Gardner Minshew, go. Um, what are the Jags doing? You're getting rid of the guy that knows your system the best? Like, you're like, all right, Trevor, we have all the faith in the world in you. Just do what you want to do. Saw the best TikTok yesterday. Showed it to you. 
It's the funniest shit ever. It's like, all right, we're going to trade you to the Eagles, Gardner. Even though you're happy being a backup, you admit Trevor has talent. Like, you understand why we would start Trevor. But we're going to trade you anyway. And what did you get for it? A box of M&Ms. That's all you got. Why? Why are you putting all of this faith into your into your rookie quarterback? Well, I get why. And it's probably a good thing. But who's the backup now? Do you know? Do you know who the backup is in Jacksonville? Jake Luton. And, and I like Jake Luton, actually. <laughs> yeah, but is, he, Jake, he, is Jake Luton who you want to see on the field if Trevor Lawrence gets hurt? Okay, well, here's the thing. Like, It's hard, It's going to be hard to have Gardner Minshew as the backup because fans there like him, other people like him, and you don't always want your backup quarterback to be somebody that people love, i.e. Tim Tebow in Denver. Like, It's hard to have Tim Tebow as your backup quarterback who was just on the roster, which is why they cut him because... It's hard to have that guy on the roster. That's that's why the Patriots cut Cam. Like that, those guys can't be backups, and I don't think that Gardner Minshew can be the backup in Jacksonville because if Trevor Lawrence struggles, I don't think fans are actually going to clamor for Gardner Minshew. But guys in the locker room might. Guys that respect him, that like him, like you have to make those kind of locker room decisions. So them trading him don't have a problem with that. I think Jake Luton is a reasonably good backup. He had a couple nice games last year. He almost beat the Packers last year. He he's like one bad throw away from beating the Packers. I'll t- props to that dude. My problem is, like you said, we traded Gardner Minshew for a, a box of M and M's. Like you got basically nothing for him. I, yeah, you got a sixth round pick that's conditional. Whoop-de-doo, that's a quarterback yeah. who's potentially startable. Like, he's 34-11 as a starter. 34 touchdowns, 11 picks as a starter. That's better than, no offense, it's pretty much better than Daniel Jones. Yo, all what do you, offense. What do you all think, offense. What do you think Daniel Jones would get as a would get on the trade market right now? A six-round pick. I think he'd get like a fourth. I think Daniel Jones would get a fourth. To be a backup? Yeah. Backup quarterback? I, backup quarterback is valuable. It's important. What did the steal? Hmm. No, never mind. They didn't. That wasn't a trade. I lied. Never mind. But I mean, I that question. Like, what are some of these teams doing? Why isn't Dallas calling up Jacksonville? Hey, yo, uh, our backup quarterback situation sucks. They're getting Cammy Cooper Rush. It's Cooper Rush. Like that's their backup. Why? And then if you're Philly, why are you bringing in Gardner Minshew? To <laughs> that's gonna so- kill. And that's what I wanted to talk about after you got done. That is what's going to kill the, the Eagles is the signing of Gar- the trade for Gardner Minshew because you have this you have this quarterback that that you have a franchise where your fans hate every single quarterback you bring in, no matter what they do. He is hated. He is praised if they win the Super Bowl, like Nick Foles was. But then they they get, built they get, a statue they, of yeah. Nick Foles. Yeah, but then if you do nothing, if you if you aren't like the greatest quarterback. Ever, they hate you. They ran Donovan McNabb out of Philadelphia. Yeah, ran him out of Philly. So, so you're so gonna, right. You're so gonna now you're going to give guy with a mullet who right. loves drinking Bud Light and loves to party. That which is exactly what the Eagles are. They're a fuck yeah. We got our mullets. We got our Bud Light, and we're just going to trash the city and have a grand old time. That is Gardner Minshew. I'm, if I'm an Eagles fan, I want. If I'm a diehard Eagles fan. In Philadelphia, I want to I want to see Gardner Minshew starting right away. I'm not giving Philadelphia Eagles fans an opportunity to ask for Gardner Minshew. Yeah, your starter's Jalen Hurts. So what is Jalen Hurts not your starter now? 
What's because if you're bringing in Gardner Minshew, who has has had more success than Jalen Hurts has, yeah. then you're bringing in Gardner Minshew to be your starter, like, right? Did they not learn last year? They drafted Jalen Hurts. They had Carson Wentz as their they starter. They wrecked Carson Wentz's confidence. Ruined Carson Wentz through Jalen Hurts, and they started ruining Jalen Hurts when he th- started throwing in inter- interceptions. Now bringing Gardner Minshew to do the same exact thing. Is this what they're going to repeat over the years? I it, think they're just trying to strike lightning twice, like with the Nick Foles situation. But like, I think backup quarterback is important. But if your starting quarterback is in question, you can't have a backup quarterback that's someone that's relatable to fans, that fans like, that has had a lot of success in this league. You can't do it. You can't do it. It's not possible. And just because we're on that conversation, we skipped, a, we skipped something earlier. We're talking about backup quarterbacks. This is where... I, we lean into Cam. Where does Cam go? Where does Cam go? Dallas. Because okay, so you think it's Dallas. So why is it Dallas for you? Dallas needs a backup quarterback. It's just that. It's yes. Okay. So I don't think it's Dallas, and here's why. A, I think Dallas. I think they're one of the teams that's potentially going to sign him, but I don't think that they should. I think that it's too much attention. You don't need to bring Cam Newton into that situation. The offense that Cam runs is completely different from the Dak Prescott offense. Dak Prescott offense is downfield. It's big throws. It's difficult throws on the sideline. That's not Cam at all. Cam does not run that. He can't run that. It's also, it's not more of a running scheme, but it's a different style of running. It's not under center. It's on a shotgun, and Dak does a lot under center. It's, it's kind of different. The team that this should be getting him is the Baltimore Ravens. The Baltimore Ravens... Because he's basically the same style quarterback as Lamar Jackson? Well, that Lamar Jackson... Had, they, they have no backup. Trace McSorley... Trace McSorley. Yeah, no, we're not going to laugh about Trace McSorley right now. Like, Trace McSorley is not good. He's awful. He's terrible. Like, Lamar's a running quarterback. He runs a lot. You go, he goes down for three games, they're done. They're done. You need a guy that can come in for three games and maybe win two of them. At least Cam is capable of doing that. I don't think Cam is a starter anymore. I also don't think he can be a backup because I think he's too polarizing. When you win, you know, when you win a national championship and you win an NFL MVP and you're voted number one by all of the players in the NFL, he was the number one voted player in the players poll five years ago. When you're voted that, it's hard to become a backup. Could you imagine Tom Brady being a backup? Could you imagine Aaron Rodgers being a backup? No. Could you imagine a guy like Russell Wilson being a backup? Russell Wilson is basically similar to Cam Newton. He has a Super Bowl. Cam has an MVP. Whatever. Could you imagine Russell Wilson being a backup? No, no, no. Can't do it, right? So it's going to be hard for Cam to be a backup in general because players just have a lot of respect for him, and he holds himself at a higher... You know, He just believes he's bigger than everyone. The Ravens should be the team. I also said the Bears earlier, but that's only if they cut Andy Dalton and make Justin Fields the starter because I think he can run a similar system to Justin Fields. But it's the Ravens. You're, you're going to run a style. They're going to be able to incorporate him no problem. They're going to run a power-running style, a lot of option reads, not difficult throws. They're not going to ask him to do a lot, and he can manage that. He's good enough on the goal line where he can get you five or six touchdowns no problem. It should be the Ravens. I, I understand where you're coming from with the Cowboys. I just don't think he fits with the Cowboys. I think it's too much noise. Again, who, the Cowboys giving a shit about noise? Not really. They're on hard knocks, for crying out loud. Unbelievable. Which, why they would be on hard knocks is 
You have Dak Prescott coming off of an injury, and you're going to be on hard knocks. Oh, my God. What is wrong with them? Is that it for the NFL? I want to do Deshaun Watson for a minute. Okay. Go ahead. So it was reported the other day the Texans are looking for three firsts and two seconds. The Eagles were mentioned, the Dolphins were mentioned, and the Panthers were mentioned. It was also reported that Deshaun Watson would not waive the no-trade clause to go to the Eagles. So that means the Eagles are out. I don't think the Dolphins are in because I don't think that the Dolphins are actually willing to move three first-round picks in two seconds for a guy that definitely isn't playing this year. Like, the Texans have already said they're not going to play him this year. They're just not. So that tells me that he's probably going to either face jail time or a league suspension or something because he's going to face something because, you know, conduct detrimental to the league. Like, that's the most important thing is the shield. And, like, he's, you know, hurt the brand, as to say. So I don't know how he gets traded at this point. I also don't know how he plays. Yeah. Like, I, I don't think he skipped a beat. I, I don't really think missing all of his time is going to. No, I, I don't. I don't think it's that. I just don't see how he's going to be able to play. Oh, oh, you mean like with the yeah? I actually legal, don't legal think stuff? he's going oh, to be okay. allowed. I to thought play. you meant like skill yeah. wise. Okay, like, we already know he's taking scout team reps. He's it's Deshaun. Why, why is Ty, Tyrod Taylor is taking this? So they're obviously not playing him. He's not willing to go to the Eagles. The Panthers were like, eh, we're kicking the tires, but we're not interested. No team is giving up three firsts. Like, that's not happening. The Texans only have to pay him $10.5 million. If he becomes suspended, they can put him on a commissioner's exempt list and they can get rid of his pay. Why do they have to trade him? They don't have to trade him. Yeah. I mean, I think this was best for the organization. You can go out and get three firsts in two seconds. If he gets suspended of this and it's big time, no team is going to trade for him. No, that's why they should trade him. Right. No, but I don't don't think that any team is willing to trade for him right now until they know how this situation is going to end. And if this comes down and it's not in favor of him, I don't see how a team is going to be willing to trade for him. Not at least not well, three firsts in two seconds. No, it, You're probably going to be lucky to get a fourth at that if, point. If the legal if the legal stuff hits and it's like this is serious, I, he'll probably a, never play in the NFL again. If we're being honest, and you have what twenty three accusations? Yeah, twenty two accusations. You're never playing in the NFL again if if that legal hammer comes down on you. Even if you get out of jail, there's no if you get out of jail early, there's no way an NFL team is going to sign you. But. There's, hey, Greg Hardy got signed. I think I think for there to be thoughts of the Texans and or of the Dolphins to trade for Deshaun Watson, there must be some insider stuff that nobody knows that Deshaun Watson is could potentially play next year. Because I, I don't think there's like you said, I don't think there's a way he plays a single snap this year with the NFL not just saying you're suspended for the entire season. I just don't see that happening. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely going to go on the commissioner's exempt. Yeah. Which, I'm shocked he's not on that already. They did that with Adrian Peterson. Yeah. Adrian Peterson was under investigation for beating his son with a switch. And they put him on the commissioner's exempt list. So why isn't Deshaun Watson, who's... And I'm not going to get into the political side of that. I'm not going to get into the legal side of that. Whatever he did, innocent until proven guilty, whatever, blah, 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 blah. 
But Adrian Peterson, while he was under investigation by the NFL for beating his own son with a switch, was on the commissioner's exempt list. He was not allowed to practice. He did not get pay. He was not allowed to play in any games. I don't think he missed any games because I think it was in the offseason. Yeah. But even still, why is Deshaun Watson not on that list? So what does the NFL know that we don't know? Because to me, if he was on that list, that would mean he might not be getting suspended. They're just trying to you know, keep it on the down low until yeah. something comes out. But the fact that he's not on that list is telling me that if he plays, they're going to suspend him. That's where that that's what that tells me in all honesty. I it's it's such a tricky situation cuz I really don't know how the NFL handles lawsuits like this, especially 22 lawsuits. Like this is ridiculous. And I mean if the Dolphins trade away three thir- or three firsts and two seconds for him and he ends up playing then good for them. Like I'm happy for you, but there's a huge chance that he just doesn't play football this year. And there's probably a 50-50 chance he never plays football again. Like, it's just, I understand. Deshaun Watson, if he plays, is a top-five quarterback. It's just, I just don't see how a team could want him on a roster trading away three huge picks in the future. Three? Five? Well, yeah. they th- Whatever team trades with the Texans is basic, is potentially turning themselves into the Texans. The Texans have screwed themselves not having first-round picks, and they've they've sucked. They haven't had first-round picks, second-round picks, or third-round picks. Yeah. They've traded everything. Bill O'Brien basically sold the farm to not have any picks to go 6-10. and 10. Yeah, I just... There's no way in my mind I see a team confident enough to trade for him unless there's stuff going on in the NFL and, and words being spoken amongst owners through through the NFL that there's got to be stuff known about the, the how this case is going. I for there to be interest in teams, they there has to be insider information and I just don't until I know what that is, I'm not confident com- comfortable with a team signing him. Not at all. I'm assuming I'm guaranteeing you're the same way. Pretty much. I I I'm not willing to trade for that guy. Yeah. I'm just not. Like I don't want to take that risk. Something comes out later. I no, I'm not willing to. He'd have to be cleared of everything yeah. for me. I, I can't. I, I'm not taking that kind of a PR hit. It's not worth it, especially if I'm the the Dolphins. Like I think Tua's good still. I have six more games left of Tua, till I think that he's not good and maybe he'll prove me wrong, or he'll prove me right. One of the two. I'd like to be right about another quarterback. I'm, I've been pretty good last few years. Was there anything else? Do you have it? Do you have any other topics you wanted to bring up? Football-wise? Yeah. No, I don't think so. I don't think anything's happened. Let me check this Bleacher Report notification I just got. Um, no. Okay, nothing. Nothing. It, it wasn't, you know, Aaron Rodgers was, has been traded to the Denver <laughs> no, Broncos. Bleacher Report's betting thing where you can drop your Super Bowl lock. Well, we already have those, so. Yeah, we do. Right, right there. But there is one thing, and I know we're so excited to talk about football, but this is pretty huge news. With the NBA, and Ben Simmons no longer wants to play for the 76ers. Shocker. Like, oh, yeah, that seems like a team I'd want to play for. You, <laughs> lose a, you lose a playoff game, and your coach comes out and goes, I don't know why he didn't shoot the ball. And then the best player on your team turns around and goes, I, can't, I don't know why he didn't shoot that ball. I don't understand that. Yeah. yeah, that seems like a team that really has my fucking back. Yeah. Kid show. I definitely want to play for them in the future. 
definitely sounds like teammates that I can trust and that are gonna have my back in the foxhole. Like, if I'm Ben Simmons, of course I want out. Yeah, they've been actively shopping me for a year and a half now. Yeah, he was thrown in every trade that they could possibly throw him in. Yeah, good luck getting something for him. He's not worth anything. Yeah, with, especially with expressing interest in wanting him gone, and now he's requesting to be gone. Right. As soon as the player you've, requests a trade, you've killed the, his the value, value is done. Like, yeah. he has zero value. They needed to trade him three weeks ago when he had value. And guess what? With that being said, Thunder need to go out oh and get Ben God. Simmons. You guys are not getting Ben because Simmons. Because the value, the value right now is the best, and then we can do the old, the old Sam Presti workaround and trade him back to the Sixers next year after he plays well. But, I mean, that, that there's really not much. Is there a team that you see really trading for him? Well, I thought it was Golden State, but I don't think it's Golden State now. I've made the Thunder case. I jokingly told you no, the Thunder aren't trading for him, but I've made the Thunder case where you trade SGA, you reset the salary structure because SGA is going to be on a more expensive deal. Ben Simmons comes off his sooner. You could sign him to an extension next year. You reconstruct the team around him, Poku, Josh Giddy, Trey Mann. And- Lou I'm not Dort. counting Trey Mann. Trey Mann doesn't count. He hasn't played a second in the NBA, and he's like the 20th overall pick. He doesn't count for anything. Lou Dort, you know, you rebuild around that, and you see what you have. I still think they screwed up. They should have went out and got Duncan Robinson. But, yeah, I mean, Oklahoma City's a team. I think San Antonio's a team, but I just don't know what they trade for. I mean, they have DeJounte Murray, but DeJounte Murray's... Philly's not trading Ben Simmons for a guy that's hurt. 50% of the games in the in the league. Sacramento's an interesting one. I could see a De'Aaron Fox kind of deal, but I don't know. I don't know if I'm Sacramento if I do that. Like, you finally get a guy that's... He's a little overrated, but you finally get him. Houston doesn't have anything. Portland, you guys need to stop with the Portland shit. They're not getting Damian Lillard. They'd be lucky to get C.J. McCollum. I don't see it happening. Maybe, maybe Minnesota. Maybe Minnesota. The only reason I say it's a possibility, Daryl Morey is friends with the GM and president in Minnesota. They've done deals together. He was his mentor, or Daryl Morey was the mentor of the GM in Minnesota, so I could see that as a possibility. I don't know what the deal is, though, because Minnesota just doesn't really have any assets that are favorable. Like, D'Angelo Russell, is that, you know, is that buttering your bread? Are you really... (laughs) Do you love that? Like, no, if I'm Philly, I, D'Angelo Russell gets me farther from a title. He's awful. They're not trading Anthony Edwards. You could ask for Carl Towns. I don't think you're getting Carl Towns. What else are you but, throwing to get Carl yeah, Towns? Do the Sixers, I mean, the Sixers I, I would, would put take Car- Carl Towns. No, no, I would put Carl Towns next to Joel Embiid. No, I, I would do that I would in too, a heartbeat. But- I would do that. <laughs> I would go twin towers on the entire league and just destroy every team in my path on the way to, you know, the Eastern Conference semifinals until they run into Brooklyn or Milwaukee or Boston and get destroyed. Yeah, I it's the fucking NBA. I really don't want to talk much about you it. You brought it up. I, know, I, no, I, I was don't, comfortable I, not talking no, about I it. No, I know. But, like, then we started talking about it. I was like, I'm so over the NBA now. Like, I'm glad we talked about it because, like, it's huge news. Ben Simmons is a... It's, an all-star so it, that's huge news to request a trade but I, mean, I don't have anything else there's not there's no nba unless you want to talk soccer for a bit but that's about uh, it i'm good we're at talk uh, about ronaldo going back to man you no nah, i'm not talking about that we're we're a little bit over an hour i'm good on that number 
she don't want to talk about Ronaldo going no, back to Man U? I'm good. I have no I have no words to say for an overrated football. Oh player. my gosh. All right. That's it. We're ending it there. We will see you guys next week. Uh, actually, we forgot to explain why we're recording this, and this is being released on this day. Yeah, we fucked up last week. Kids show. Kids show. Kid I, show. I understand. Yeah, we messed up. Uh, we released podcasts on different days. We forgot to release the podcast. We're just making up for it right now. We, we had a little bit of rust coming back after our week off. So you're seeing this on Thursday. We will be back to the same Tuesday release for this one. Fantasy release on Thursday next week. We will see you guys next week. Peace out.